Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. We're covering the Shadow ah! Reborn, Chapter 39. Someone's got to do we're the We're going to keep things... Yeah, I was just going to say, we're going to keep things things nice and calm in this one. I feel like I've been firing on all cylinders for the last few weeks. I was, like, to be honest, I've been just editing, like, like a non, like nonstop last week or two, and I totally understand your perspective. It's just me. I'm just screaming all the time. <laughs> it's all right, though, because... You know, in your regular life, you're never really screaming, but in your podcast no, life, I'm not. you're a whole different creature. I'm a whole different being. I'm a whole different being. I think I'm more emotionally like uh, vacant in my in, in real life. No, that's not true. I do. I I am quite emotional. You're very I get sensitive mad all the time. in both versions. I'm very. <laughs> I'm, very I'm a very sensitive boy. You are. We all know that. We all know that. But you know, what? I'm going to bring a little bit of the real me into this episode Good, today. As you should. All right. Event. Uh, eventually, uh, eventually, at some point in this episode, I will get offended. Yeah, definitely. And Steve, <laughs> there will be a, an awkward pause. Yeah, you're dumb. That I'll have to edit out. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. We are getting into chapter chapter 39 today. This one's called A Cup of Wine. A cup Steve. of wine. A cup of wine. Are you a wine guy? I'm are not. a wine guy at all? I'm not a wine guy. No, you know, what? when I was like 15, I drank, I went to the Warp Tour. And I brought a bottle of oh. red wine because it was all I could get my hands on. And I don't condone <laughs> any of this, you know. But No, of course not. You know, kids will be kids. And then I stood in yep. the lineup to Warp Tour and I just drank a bottle of warm red wine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It, That's rough. It ended up, you know, you know, uh, tying into our recent Patreon episodes on Mistborn and with the, the mm. race known as the Ska. I actually ah, great spent stuff. that work tour. I spent most of Real Big Fish's set just vomiting under a tree. <laughs> and to anyone who's ever, you know, upchucked warm red wine, I mean, it comes out the same way it goes down. <laughs> so people were people like looking at you, going, like, "Oh my god, is he dying?" Well, yeah, people were like, "Is he puking blood?" And then like, "Oh no, it's wine." <laughs> we should probably leave him alone. <laughs> So not a wine guy, but you know uh, I can enjoy a, gla- a, a nice glass of Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yeah, Chardonnay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a you wine know. guy either. I'm not a wine guy. I don't think I, 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 I can't even like name you wines that I've that I that I've had. Maybe I've had a Chardonnay at a wedding, and uh, I did drink mostly wine at a wedding I was at last year, and th- it got me really wasted, and I ended up passing out on a couch yeah. for pretty much the entire. Did you shit yourself? I think you did. That what? We don't want to. We don't have to say that on the air. I think you might. We can keep that. Some. Mm, I saw I'm a picture editing. that was condemning. <laughs> Look, I like a shot. I like a Pinot Grigot, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what that is. Is that? Does that? Is that green? Yeah. It's got green. In yep. It. Yep. Pinot Grigot. Chapter. That's a Star Wars character. <laughs> you know the joke Grigot. that it led. It's called Pinot Green Greenwall. Green, uh, green, green, uh, yeah. Green, uh, you're, you, don't throw your wine jokes at me. I'm not going to know anything about wine. You're the one that All right. pulled the cork off of this wine bottle. <laughs> okay, everybody. So, what we got here? We got the, we got the, the, what, what should we call this team? We got Tom, we got Egwene, or Elaine, Nynaeve, uh, Julian. Yep. And, uh, well, we got Bale Doman kind of like sifting in and out here and there. Kind of like all it's, it's, a, it's a different crew altogether. Yeah. I so like my first note that I wrote down here, I just wrote beans. 
beans. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they ate some beans at the beginning of the chapter, and I thought it was noteworthy. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> cool, 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 cool. But no no ideas for a name that we... We got the wolf pack, and then we got the dragon dragon pack. What do we call this? Wow. Wizard, wiz, Wizards of Waverly Place? That's pretty good. The Wizards? It's okay. For short? Tom's not a wizard. Not bad. Bale Doman's not a wizard. Mm. They're kind of more like yeah, ABBA, but they got a couple too many people. I do like, I mean, I feel like ABBA's, I don't know. How many people are in ABBA? Four? Four. And there's a little more here. So I just don't know if this is mm. even a group who's worthy of having a name together. I don't know how long they'll be together. Bale Doman. Yeah, that is know, very true. He he's a he's a leaf blowing through the air, isn't he? He's a <laughs> he's a sea sea log out at sea. He's a man for all sea sins. Yeah, huh? like water, water, water pun right there. Uh, okay, we'll we'll put a pin in that. So, but there is one thing that I that I want to talk about right at the beginning of this chapter where they're coming off the boat and uh, the the team here they're kind of talking to the pirates and or the sea folk and they're just kind of like. Oh, what are you going to be going next? And I'm going to be the sailors are like, we're going to be spreading the word of the Coromore. And I totally forgot to mention this a couple of chapters ago, but the sea folk have their own chosen one. And guess who that is? He's a a snake. It's Rand. It's Rand. It is Rand. It's Rand. It's every civilization has a chosen one. And guess what? Guess who it is? is, They're all Rand. All Rand, baby. Very much. Like Paul Atreides. Very much like Paul Atreides. But at this point, even Neo, the guy from the Lego movie. The Lego guy. Yeah, Lego guy. I don't remember his name. What was his name? Like Ephraim? I don't know. I never I never watched. Look, I know that everyone loves the Lego movie and everything. It's awesome. But I'll tell you something that's not awesome. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> not a fan of the Lego movie, Steve. Steve is. Uh but yeah, is I wasn't. Isn't that crazy though? Like every civilization has their own chosen one, and even when uh, Elaine and um, Egwene were having their conversation in the, the Teleranriad, uh, they were even like, Elaine's like, "Hey, guess what? What I found out." Egwene's like, "What? The the Sea Folk? They have a chosen one. It's they call it the Cormor, and apparently they think it's Rand. So we got them in our back pocket, and they don't even like really like celebrate or anything. It's just like here's another army for Rand, and they're like, ah, cool." Well, that's nice. Well, that's a good. I mean, at this point, it's, it's just another, it's just another notch on his belt. <laughs> but it, but 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 hold on, because right. it's just like actual religion. It's just like, like everyone has the different names for essentially the same person. You're right. You're right. If we're if we're to, led to believe, yeah, you, know, you have he who comes with the dawn. It's not all just a flying spaghetti monster. What was the Cormors? What was the Cormors, uh, uh, prophecy? Would it be like, you know, he who who doesn't doggy paddle? He who doesn't doggy paddle. <laughs> sure, we'll give you this one. <laughs> he who, who shall entertain the topless pirates of the sea. <laughs> he who shall come with the dusk. He who is always on island time. Just like Hawaiian shirts. For he is ska. <laughs> For he is ska. The band, not the people. The music, sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Got to listen to our Patreon to uh, to really know that. Or read Mistborn. Or read Mistborn. Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter or Amazon.com slash Mistborn. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to up our influencer game. So uh, there you have it. Um, okay. 
not to bury anything here, but we also got Bale Doman. He's joining the crew, but like you said, he's kind of like a leaf in the wind. He's kind of like drifting in and out. But it is fun having him. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be around for long. I could be wrong. Well, yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, he he only shows up for a little bit of time in in a lot of these books. But that time we have with him, great stuff. Quality, quality stuff. Uh, I do like when he when he sees them. He's like, at first he's like happy about it, and he's like. Oh wait, is this going to be another foam situation? Are you guys shit's going down here? And they were like, "No, no, everything's going to be fine. We're just hunting black aja." And he's like, "Oh god. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. That's the same thing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What what do you what do you mean it's not the same? It's the same thing. You're a bunch of wizards are going to be hunting for wizards. What's going it's, on? It's arguably worse. <laughs> yeah, the last one were just people. This it was just people and Sean Chan. I mean, Sean Chan have uh, have channeling powers through their Damani, but you know, what I mean, it, it look. It's a disaster on all fronts. Bail Doman is not here on not here for it. So I can see him. Can't blame him. I can see him. You're right. I can see him probably uh, tuck and tail. He, he he's probably gonna stick around for a little bit, show that he's not against their side. But if, when the going gets tough, I wouldn't blame him to like hop on a boat and just like you know what. I'll take a back seat. I'll take a back catcher position uh, and just observe. But I also wouldn't put a pass on the pull out like a scimitar and just be like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. But I think the big thing about the beginning part of this chapter is Elaine. Yes, Elaine and Tom. Elaine and Tom, this whole situation. And I don't know, does this confirm Tom Dad? Dad Tom? I think so. It's, it's I think close. that I mean it doesn't. It doesn't spe- it doesn't like completely spell it out there's, for us. There's room for maneuvering. But it does without most of the vowels. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> it's pretty close. Because uh Elaine sort of calls Tom out for for you know being being the bard and being i don't know just the time he spent with more gays and this whole it sort of well let's it sort of comes let's not forget though is that elaine she pulled a warp tour steve warp tour and just downed a whole bunch of wine without even thinking about yeah, it warm wine in the sun yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you know she she's only she's she's small and young this is not normal for her and uh, she sees uh, she's going to go bother Tom because she's starting to remember things that she didn't think she remembered. She remembered, like, pulling on his mustache and and sitting on his knee. And she's like, yeah, I yeah, remember you. On the stash. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I pulled on your mustache. And a poor Tom. Is that a euphemism, young girl? <laughs> poor Tom. He's just like. Well, he fingered wake- his mandolin. <laughs> he's just uh, waking up from, the, from being asleep, from entertaining people. And now he has this person at his front door pulling at him, poking at him. Tell him he's been places. Speaking of which, speaking of which, I have his set list from said entertaining people. Oh, okay. He played, he played some uh, love songs, listed as we got the first rose of summer. Gotcha. That's a nice one. Yeah. And we got the the wind that shakes the willow. We've heard this one before. We, the, yeah, it's a classic. That one's a classic. It's a, it showed up a few times. I think Matt and Rand probably played that song quite a bit when they were doing their Matt and Rand World Tour. He taught it to them, yeah. yeah. Only three chords. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> he he also played some funny songs. He played Only One Boot, the classic. Yeah, it's a Weird Al cover. Let's be real here. And The Old Grey Goose. That's, uh, <laughs> that's... Only one boot. I only got one boot. That's... You can see my foot because there's no footwear on my left foot. 
Put the saw boot up on my right foot. And everyone's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> He's like, got him. Got him every time. Old Grey Goose. Old Grey Goose. And then everyone just makes goose noises. Honk, 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 honk. Here's, here's a fun idea. Here's a fun thing we can do right now. Speculate and kill some I'll time. I'll drink some Grey Goose. <laughs> what are some cover songs that are cover songs from our, our world that you think Tom would play in his world? songs from our world that he would cover. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. already covers that he's then covering again. You lost me, but I think no. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's better when we plan these. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about Jessica by the Allman Brothers? Okay, okay. That's not bad. I don't think it I've is bad. It, it, there's not a word in the song. Oh. It's just like a six minute instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know the song, but okay. Just then... see it if I could catch you on that. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You did. Okay. Well then fuck this game. Uh, How about some Willie Nelson? Oh, you know what? I don't know a single Willie Nelson song off the top of my head. You know that Tom would do the fucking, the nine inch nails cover, the Johnny Cash nine inch nails hurt. Oh, oh you know yeah. that Tom would do that when yeah. he needed to, you know, once, especially after things with him and Morgays fell apart, he was probably at every tavern. <laughs> I will let you down. All right, everyone. Uh, sorry to bring the mood down, but how about a little old gray goose? Honk, 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 honk. He's really going through something, isn't he? <laughs> but uh, the line here that really stuck with me, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know about this line. Is Elaine? She's talking to Tom, and she's like, I remember sitting on your knee. And then she thinks about it for a bit, and she's like, I remember my mom sitting on your knee. <laughs> well, that's why earlier we had Robert Jordan say, like, you know, sit on the knee, not in the way that a father would, yeah. but sit on the knee in the way that a not father would. <laughs> um, so over here we have Elaine sitting on Tom's knee like a father, and Morgay's sitting on his knee not like a father. Well, it depends on the father, right? Yeah. <laughs> if it's a church, maybe. <laughs> but uh, it seems like at least like there there's a point part of them that might have been public that that this relationship or maybe some people have known something like that. Maybe this is well. It seems yeah. Games. It does seem like it does seem like people who had eyes and were paying attention were no stranger to the fact that Morgays had paramours of sort. I yes. mean, she didn't have a king, right? No, she so, she's free agent. Nobody really, people, you know, they were like, we get it. She's on like Wheel because, of Time Tinder, swiping left on all the oh, commoners. Man. And just so many trollics. <laughs> so many trollics. <laughs> I'm really not that bad of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> just looking for love. Someone to watch Netflix with. Some of them are like posing next to really nice cars and like flexing. They're all holding a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like for listeners, I don't know where you are out there, but here the dating app pool, everyone's holding fish. Everybody's I mean, it's just like, fish. come on, guys, and come a sale and a selfie in the front seat of a truck. Yeah, and it's usually men doing that, but I'll tell you what, the women are doing it too. People, everybody's doing it. It's what it's what they do out there. That's that's Alberta, baby. Out here, out here. Out here. Well, I mean, like not in the inner city. I don't know. I, I haven't. I haven't checked. That You're out. wrong. You're wrong. You're speaking as someone who's been in a relationship for like nine years. I am. I'm telling you. They're all holding fish. 
Everybody's holding fish. Trollocs holding fish. Uh, <laughs> but so Elaine does mention that Morgay. There were a couple other men that floated around throughout uh, her life and Morgay's yep. life, and and one of them is Gareth Bryn, and yeah. also Gabriel. Now Gabriel, 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 Gabriel. I understand that one immediately. Yeah, why? How's that? How's how's that? Well, again, you know, <laughs> again, you know, it's like in Star Wars, right? <laughs> <laughs> because right Padme Amidala right when she falls in love with a young Darth Vader mm-hmm. ooh, she is almost she mentions you know at a, a certain point she's almost as inexperienced as him but she fell in love with a man with a young man when she was at like senator school or some shit mm-hmm. named Palo and that's all we were really told about Palo yes is I, that I she loved this. once before and it was a man named Palo which is very much in the vein of Gabrielle it's a very it's a very sultry name. I was gonna say, yeah, you're focusing on the name. I, I thought you were focusing on more like the physical attributes of Gabriel Gabriel. But d- isn't I don't think we got any f- physical ab- attributes. No, I don't know. Oh yeah, there so was either. that one line where they were like, he had a huge penis. Got <laughs> <laughs> that. Cut you set that. me up for that. <laughs> you set me up for it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Um but uh and then at the end of this, you know, of course. Tom sends her on her way and she more or less kind of passes out. I think, uh, what was it? Uh, does Nynaeve find her and put her to bed? I think so. Yeah. yeah puts, puts her, puts her head in a bucket of water and then. Yeah. Great move. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do to all my friends when they've drank too much. Don't drown. <laughs> with, sorry. With this, this last point with this whole Elaine Morgay's Tom thing. When the other the other men are discussed, Elaine reacts in a way where she she sort of talks a little shit about her mom, calling her no different than Berlain. Yeah. Which Tom gets a little defensive about and sort of says that him and these other two guys, Gareth and Gabriel, they all cared about her. And that most women only ever saw the power and not the woman in mm. more gates. But these three were a little different. Gotcha. So there was there was amicability between the, the these group of fellas. Yeah, they might have had a whole poly thing going on. We don't really know. Oh, you know what? What if there's kind of like a pseudo Aes Sedai warder thing going on here? Interesting. You know what I mean? I mean, more gays is probably going to be revealed to be able to channel. Absolutely, it's yeah, it's but. pretty much guaranteed at this point. She's yeah. going to channel. She's going to show up at some battle at some point where there's like you know invasions of Trollocs at Andor, and then she's going to go stop, and all she's yeah. like, a lightning storm's going to show up. Tom will start playing his heart behind her to give her like a power boost. His mustache grows. Yeah, and it just ends up becoming like the finale of Thor Ragnarok. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Even though the movie overall sucked, the <laughs> finale was cool. The finale, <laughs> finale, for real. Sweet. No, it wasn't. We were kidding. It sucked too. I don't know where I'm going. Everything with sucks. Anymore. Okay, well that's the perspective we're taking. Um, so, what do you think of this uh, naive? So everything kind of like shifts here with uh, naive, and she's like in Telerianroid in this chapter, um, and she meets like Burgett, who is like an old hunter of the Brigitte. horn. Burgetta. <laughs> is that Dragon Ball? <laughs> No, it's over. Overwatch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, how you spell that name. I think I'm the You're worst nerd ever. Um, you are. 
<laughs> yeah. Especially for someone who dresses up like a robot and dances around on stage singing about it. Yeah, I like to I, paint my own picture for our listeners of what your live shows are like. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I I wish I could refute that claim, but it's hard. It's hard. I can't say that it's there's no that robot. I, I can't say that there's no robots. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I can't say that they aren't dancing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I'm I'm just going to run with Birgitta, I guess. Um, she's a hunter, old hunter of the horn that apparently will be summoned when uh, at the last battle when the horn of Valier is sounded by probably, wasn't it, wasn't it Matt that's going to be the guy that sounds it? I think he's think, thinking of doing it in the future. We, yeah, I mean, I think so. He's circling around the idea. He hasn't really committed yeah, I, yet. I definitely do think it's Brigida. <laughs> yeah. Could be Bridget, but I think it's Brigida. Well, uh, which is interesting here that she meets her and she's like, what is going on here? And then it gets into this weird twin peaks. Like she, they, she disappears and then she starts looking for other uh, people and she ends up being in Emmett's field. And then she finds this uh, like shadowed person that looks like Rand or not Rand uh, looks like land. Hello. And he attacks her like, the, ah. oh, well, the, 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 the metaphors and, and uh, allegories <laughs> here, they're impenetrable. Her clothes are zapping all over the place, changing by the end of it. She's wearing a three-piece suit. <laughs> uh, quite formal, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of this entire dream sequence at all. Like, is Lan yeah. going to attack Nynaeve? Uh, or is Lan, like, struggling with his loyalties at this moment? Or is somebody going to pretend to be Rand or Land? Or land, 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 yeah. But then again, like I guess the tell Ranryoid isn't um, isn't a, a a way to see the future. It's just a dream world that kind of mimics what's going on in this world. Yeah, we still don't really know like what the consequence. Like, I, I, it's just yeah, it's, it's it just seems like it's all nonsense over there, but. I don't know. I don't know if anything actually has substantial connections and consequences to the real world. Well, I know there is a little bit because when Lan, Dark Lan, attacks Nynaeve with like an arrow, uh, she ends up with a cut and she wakes up. And then when she goes and talks, yeah, she goes and talks to Elaine. So apparently there is a possibility here that if you die in the dream, you die in real life, Mm. which is spooky. But it's also it like is. I don't know. I'm not a big high fan. stakes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that like idea. But then again, I, when this book was written, I don't think that idea was done very much. I don't think like no. I, it's very true. I mean, the Matrix. The Matrix solidified Matrix, that idea. Do we know when this book came out? Let's see here. I'm gonna say. You want to do over under on this? Um. Sure. Okay. How do you play over hunter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna say. Do you have it? Yeah, I already. I already found it. You already found it. Okay, so I'm guessing. I'm gonna say, if I'm over, I lose. If I'm under, I get one more try. Okay. And then if I lose that one, I I lose. 1992. You are. You are. Under. Kind of. That's kind of it. It's 92 and 93. Oh, nailed it. The first edition is 92. 
Nailed it. But the copyright on this book is 93. So you got it. Great job. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I want we don't know that you didn't cheat, but I'm just saying that. You just got to check. That you're, just gonna have to, you're just going to have to. You're literally holding the book in your hand, so I don't know. The audience doesn't know that. I they do they do now. I maintain my innocence. I mm. I guessed correctly. Well, I think you did great in the guessing game. <laughs> Fantastic, thanks, Steve. Um, so we can confirm that this is b- b- well before the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we're uh, about the end of this. Um, okay, so and then the chapter wraps up with everybody kind of like having breakfast the next morning. Like Elaine is hungover, not not feeling great. Yeah. But uh, understandable. But I think doesn't uh, she eat something and then like it almost goes goes away like entirely. Well, her hangover. Yeah, it leaves pretty quick. Okay. Yeah, that's well, that's 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 because she had another drink. A little hair of the dog. (laughs) A little hair of the dog. That's how you get out of that. Little dog hair. So uh, it looks like Julian uh, got into some sort of fight with the with somebody that might be a black eye sedai. Black Asia. Black Asia. So the hunt is on. The hunt is on, my friends. Tom the and Julian are going to go check it out. And they're going to keep Elaine and Nynaeve in the, the this single spot for right now because it's safer for them. Because the Black Asia would recognize Nynaeve and Elaine. Makes sense. Which makes sense. But uh, they're not going to stay put. Absolutely not. Nah. Not even for <laughs> Absolutely one second. Absolutely not. It's like when you take the leash off your dog and you're just like, stay here. I'll be right back. Don't eat the pie. Guess what? And then he like you leave for a second. And he like for a second he's like sitting there, but then he'll eat that pie. Yeah, and then he'll go cook a new pie and put it in place just to fool you. <laughs> <laughs> so you never knew. That's a crafty dog. <laughs> Must be one of them German shepherds or something. What's what is the smartest dog? German shepherds. Cake dog. Cake dog. Thank you, everybody. Cake dog. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for listening to today's chapter, chapter thirty-nine. A cup of wine. I hope you all have yourselves a cup of wine or a cup of whatever you'd like later today. Juice, ale, water, anything, really. Have at it. To your heart's content. (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. Uh, Please go give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you you listen to this if you haven't already. Five stars or, or bust, okay? We don't want anything less than that. We're just being transparent and honest here. You wouldn't want that either. Okay. We don't go over to what you're doing. Rate it one star. All right. I'll rate you five. Yeah. I'll rate you five. <laughs> I'll give you a six even if I can. And I'll shake your hand after. Thank you for listening to today's chapter, and we will be back tomorrow with chapter 40 Hunter of Trollocs.
One more time, everybody. You know why I'm here. I'm here to shout out the people who deserve the shout outs. Big Cheese Daddy, Nicorn, Hilder, and Degree for Women. I don't know why you guys have signed up for so long. You've supported us for so long, but I appreciate it. Appreciate you. You guys are so, so nice to us. Uh... If you guys want to be like them, like I say at the end of these episodes, I don't even know what how else to say it, go to the Patreon, sign up, get a weekly bonus podcast, and listen to Steve and I just lose our minds in a different way than what we usually do on the regular show. Huh? Doesn't that sound fun? It sounds exhausting, actually. I don't want to.